DJ Heat and D Woods is bringing it to you. You're now tuned in to the wrap up show with DJ Heat and D Woods. Trust the process. Trust the process, man. That's what we're doing. Trust the process. Who who says that term? That was that I got that from the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Trust oh, the process. That's, yeah. You know what? <laughs> Screw them. It's all about the Wizards, baby. Because yeah. it's the wrap up show. I'm DJ Heat. <laughs> and I'm D Woods. <laughs> hey. We back. Listen, hold up. Yeah. A, a round of applause. Yes. Because we have done something we have never done before since Not we ne- okay okay yeah okay well since we started you see where I'm going right Caveat, since yes. we had started off as a podcast sure which is that's what is that this is number three in a row congratulations this is when you insert the applause yes insert applause here <laughs> congratulations to Mr D Woods to me i like that yes I'll take because that. because i i you know if you go back three shows ago when sure. you say can we do three in a row yeah you know both of our schedules are crazy uh-huh. uh I, I won't say i won't have responsibility in the line of work <laughs> i do but d has a lot of responsibility <laughs> in the line of work that he does he has a lot of responsibility and sometimes doing shows were not able to happen but i was like right. you know what i'm gonna put it in the universe put it in the universe that we will make three shows happen. And will happen. Somehow. And this is show number three. I'm so excited. And, and we can we can keep the, the streak going and go for number four. What? Because, I mean, I'm not moving next week. That's a whole debacle within itself. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. You know, nothing like new construction. I thank God for new construction, but Jiminy Crickets. Jiminy man. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, can, can I just get my new place, please? God bless. It's, it's going to happen, yeah. you know. Put that in the atmosphere. You know what? Nothing. We're going to D is going to get his new place. Do you have a holiday time? Do you want to get it before or something uh, like that? Well, I, I wanted it uh, before Columbus Day, which we, we were scheduled to have. I mean, it, no, that that's, was not a real, that's not a real holiday. We don't acknowledge that. Oh, you yeah, know, only Christopher, yeah, we acknowledge is Wallace. Wallace yeah. yeah, and walking. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I will have it. Thank God before like, for thanks before for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You gotta have your first Thanksgiving in your new home. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll come back and <laughs> get some side dishes because I do not eat turkey. Yeah. Okay. Just you can bring a uh, banana pudding or something. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I love me some banana. Pudding. Oh man. Oh man. You reminded me of something. Oh, like, you know oh. what? This before we get uh, into the show. So uh, the yeah. other day I was um, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings mm. Sunday night. You know, wings. Uh, beer sports yeah and so, so they I, say. that's what they say so mm-hmm. i'm in there that's my little haunt one of my haunts <laughs> and so i go in there and then the manager is asking me and the bartender she's like do y'all like liver chicken liver and i'm like i hate chicken liver because mm-hmm. it reminds me of as a kid my mom eating it and it was just disgusting that's some slave food right exactly there. that's something that's been passed down she's white though she's white oh she from the south she, then, yeah no nah, she from she from like la plata maryland <laughs> so that's the south <laughs> <laughs> so she gives it to um, the bartender. The bartender's like, I've never had it, but I'll try it. So she takes and dumps all this hot sauce on it. Okay. And she starts eating it, and she's like, oh, that's not bad. But she wasn't getting any of the flavor from the chicken liver. She was getting all the hot all sauce. All the hot sauce. Yo, when she got down to that chicken liver taste, I thought she was going to barf. Every, I mean, and and me and the other patrons, we're sitting, and we could not stop laughing. And I said, when I told you, when she asked, and I said, hell no, I want any liver. That should have been your cue that you, <laughs> that you don't want that slave food, as he said. Yeah, exactly. That's that food that's been passed down <laughs> from slavery. That, 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 that's a whole different show right yep. there. Uh, one thing, an update from last week. Sure. How I mentioned with the LMA and Jockey's trip situation. Yes. And, you know, they need her to climb the charts first and right. that's part of the thing. Mm-hmm. She has recently 
Trip has just hit the top 20 on Billboard. Oh, so that means that the, the, the official remix is coming. No, it's not, D. <laughs> we got to get her to number one. So, like I said, it's probably going to take her another month to get to number one. So, congrats to LMA's Trip. And, and speaking of another, just an add on to your add on. Yes. Uh, Jaquez has already dropped a remix <laughs> to Drake's Jaded. Oh, he but, dropped it this morning. Oh, but that's an older Drake song, right? That was yeah. like on More Life or something right. like that. So oh, he, he's being smart now. Like, he's like, just <laughs> dropping it. He's just dropping remix after remix. I'm gonna drop these year old uh, songs. I'm not going to hop on anybody's brand new track. And I mean, let me remake these songs that are a year old, so, so I don't funny. get cease and desist orders. I can't. I, I got. I got to send you this link. Oh gosh, <laughs> you can listen to was it Jaquez? Jaquez. Jaquez. Yes. Trip remix or again. Quiz. Or maybe Queez or Queez. You, you know the only place where you can listen to the Trip remix? Where? Pornhub. Get that. You know, I I don't want to know how you figure that out. <laughs> I, I'm looking at the title uh, from Complex right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, D, did you like stumble across <laughs> no, that? No, and no, it no. Like, Yo. And it was like, do, do they like highlight stuff like on World Star? Like this is this is the yeah. Well, drunk. this this and hot new hip hop. Uh, <laughs> they have it all. All of what you want to know about the uh, trip remix and where you can find it on Pornhub. I I will click in to see what scene exactly, and then I'll do research. You. It, I'm not going for the show. Uh, okay, on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 right there, buddy. I see. I see you right there. Uh, another update. So last week we talked about three albums that were going to drop on the same day this yeah. past Friday. Mm-hmm. We have Little Wayne, Carter Five, Easy F by Logic, uh, Young Sinatra Four, and Kanye West Yandy. Yeah, we're gonna get into Kanye later, please. So Kanye's album did not drop this past Friday. He said it's going to drop on Black Friday now. Again, we'll talk more about yeah. that later. I got a theory on that. Okay. So, we did get Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. and we also did get Logic's sure. album. Uh, it turns out some other people dropped albums that day, too. Yeah, it didn't matter, though. They, they picked a bad day picked for a bad that. Day. I saw, like, Chief Keith drop yeah. something. And Pretty then, bad day. And then someone else. I was like, y'all... Listen, as soon as Lil Wayne said, I'm dropping. Yeah. And then when Kanye said it too, when, when we thought Kanye was going to drop that album that day, I was like, gosh, it it's probably similar. Remember when uh, Kanye and 50 went head to head years back, even though that was still physical sales? Right. Everybody knew on that day, like, I'm, I'm not going to drop right. anything. It didn't, that didn't make any sense to. Right. Or like when... Uh, Jay-Z's album. I was going to say when Jay... Um, dropped the blueprint right. on, on 9-11. 9-11, yeah. Fabulous album also dropped that yeah. day. But nobody, nobody remembers that. Nobody remembers Fabulous album. We yeah. all remember, like, yo, we was waking up that morning to go get the blueprint album and, and you know, things transpired. So, Lil Wayne's... Did, uh, did you listen to either albums? Either uh, Lil Wayne or Logic? I gave Lil Wayne a, a, a couple song streams. I didn't get the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, a full stream. Okay. But I did. I did check it out. Logic. I am not a huge fan. You know, shouts out to him. I know he's from the area. From the DMV. But uh, yeah, exact. from the Berg. But I, I did not. <laughs> I'm not a true fan. I won't pretend to be. I do respect mm-hmm. his uh, ability to rap. Yeah. But um, he's not somebody that I, I check for. I skimmed through Logic's album. Okay. Because we mentioned this last show as well. With with me, with it, it's so much music to consume, right. and with me, I had to consume what um. I think will fit the formats of the different things I do as far as DJing. So I skimmed through Logic's album to find something that, oh, I could probably play at the Wizards game. Right. Um, That ended up being 100 Miles and Running. Okay. He did with Wale, which, you know, 
that was a classic Wale joint, and mm-hmm. they they both went in on that joint. Yeah, it's, it, it it felt good playing that. Oh, the yeah, nice. It's, and, but the things I did skim through, I'm like, okay, I'm like, it's it's nice. He got bars. I give him that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a it's a it's a dope album. It's a dope album, and. It's funny, he tweeted out, you know, the day the album came out, I was like, listen, you know, we live in a culture where people immediately want to review an album right. after one listen, or people want to say something is trash or classic after one listen, or right. after two songs and stuff like that. He's like, no, take some time to really be with the album and listen to the album, because it's so tough these days, because we have so much music, right? and if something doesn't stand out to us immediately we think it's trash i'm like y'all didn't even get to the rest of the songs on the album I, i'm kind of like that i'm not a person that um that can judge an album based solely off of one listen i yeah. usually give two to three listens yeah after, the, after about the two and a half yeah three listen i'm like okay now i, I got a real feel for how i feel about this album yeah with little wayne's album uh carter five i've given it about uh, about two listens okay so far i was actually listening on the way mm-hmm. over here because i really need time to consume an album and for me because of everything i do the best time for me to consume an album is in the car right i think with most people yeah or some people you know they have jobs at work or you know commuting Commuting period. I think right. that's the best time to consume an album. So I was listening to it over here. Gave it a, another full listen. Oh, oh, when it dropped at midnight on on Friday on you know Friday night or mm-hmm. Friday how you want to consider midnight the, the whole that's a whole different topic. Like with with midnight, like what what do you consider it? Like night or morning? I think it's but considered it says midnight, morning. but it's eight a.m. and yeah, I think it's, it's a.m. I think it's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when he dropped that joint, I I started going through it there till right. I till I got tired because you know I'm old and washed. Right. And I I mentioned Wash Gang, man. Man, Wash Gang. I mentioned that I was like, listen, I'm I'm a wanna is excited. Right. This is his first album in what, six years? Six years, yeah. So so, so dang you know five you, five i'm sorry okay this is five his first years. album in five years i'm like all right i don't really stay up for the midnight releases mm-hmm. i'm like i'm gonna stay up and because i want to see how people react and right. i want to see the the post the social media what they're saying their replies about it so i, I stayed up that first night and got halfway through and i was like i'm, I'm tired yeah like, like I, I can't i can't i, 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 I got to go to bed so eyes are heavy hilarious <laughs> my opinion on the carter five mm-hmm. is um I, th- I think it's cool okay um it's, it's not his greatest album right. though and it's not a bad i saw a lot of posts on social media of people saying oh no this is horrible and yeah stuff. what i think it is is we don't have that it's a lot of low tempo mid-tempo tracks mm-hmm. on the album and we're not getting you know turned up wayne right on the album and that could be expected because it's been five years. Mm-hmm. He probably had some things he want to say. Right. Which there are joints on the album. There there are some very deep cuts. On the album? On the album, yeah. Where you really got to listen. You, you're not turning up right. to this album. The only album, the only song you probably turn it up to is the joint that Swiss Beast produced. Oh, up, yeah. Uproar. Uproar. He, yeah, remade the special delivery yeah. beat. And now you got the Uproar Challenge going yeah. on. See, You see how that's going to take off. I know, probably. man. I saw this dude sliding down a damn car on Instagram. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is he doing? Listen, New York is, is is feeling it right now. Man. It's funny. On Twitter, when the album had dropped, and uh-huh. you could tell we were all listening. Everybody was getting to the same song. We're all posting when everybody got the uproar, we right. were all posting Harlem Shake uh, right. images. Like, what? Yeah. Like, we even I posted an image, uh, image of someone Harlem Shake. And I was like, okay, uproar. Like, this is, this is, and that ended up being the uh, song that I 
ended up playing at the Wizards game nice. like, last night. It sounded good to hear. I'm about to say how how did how was the response to that? Um, it was it was just preseason. I'm not gonna lie and say right. yeah, it was. Cra- I mean, it was, it was a few. I, I tend to you look said. at players to see how players react. Right. And you know, it was it, it was a little shoulder shaking going on with, with with a few of the players. But once once regular season comes along, right. I get to play it again into a more packed arena. Right. Then, you know, we see how it is. But no, that's my take on the album right there. And speaking of streaming, you said you gave him a stream. I gave him a stream. And what I was going to say to it was I, yeah. I agree uh, the same as you. I think I think that it showed how much he's matured and how much I, I think it's a I think it's actually a good thing. in in yeah. essence, I mean, in retrospect, I should say, because mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if I want. 2013 2010 Lil Wayne now. Okay. Kind of like kind of like how Jay-Z keeps he keeps changing with the times and he, yeah. he he's starting to you can he can tell like he he goes for having no you know at least one good single on there ah. too but he still he going to give you some bars and he going to give you you know yeah s- s- you know things that you could you can relate to as you could look at this person goes, it's a grown ass man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I kind of felt the same way where it was, all right, you know, he, he's still doing the same. He still had the same subject matter. Yes. But it felt different. It did. Yeah, it, de- it definitely did. So I think maybe next album, we going to get that turned up Wayne for those people that probably want, you know, like a Millie Wayne right. or, you know, block is hot Wayne, even though he's much younger, but, the the bops, as I say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're not again. Aside from uproar, you're not banging joints from this album in the club right. or not, or nothing like that. Or you know these joints you're gonna blast with, with the top down. Like, right. oh, you know what? And it's perfect for this time of the year. Yeah. I, if he gives us another album, maybe in time for spring and summer next year, mm-hmm. you know, to, to carry us on. Yeah, he he could do it. We know we got that in Wayne. I know one one. I have a question though before we okay. move on. Why do you think that Drake wasn't featured on the album? You think it was a label thing or um, just? So I was reading about that earlier. So mm-hmm. there's this one song on the album that everybody is like, "Why isn't Drake on this song?" That song is called "What About Me." What about me? Okay. And people were listening and like, "Yo, Drake would be perfect on this track." So the producer, I think, of the track actually did an interview after mm-hmm. the album came out. And he said, yeah, we thought Drake was going to be on the song. Right. Because he, the last the producer heard is, you know, Drake is going to cut a verse and, you know, we're waiting on Drake's verse and, you know, probably like a Khaled thing. Honey, and the Drake vocals come in. Yeah. Right. And then it switched up. When they found out that Drake wasn't going to do it, for whatever reason, we don't know the real reason why Drake couldn't do it. So they switched Wayne and them. They was like, okay, let's get Post Malone on the song. Right. And Post Malone even mentioned, yeah, he turned in his verse, and I think he publicly publicly assumed that week that he was going to be mm-hmm. on the album. Right. However, the album comes out and Post Malone isn't on it, and I think the producer mentioned that something happened um, involving. The track, I don't know if, if maybe Wayne didn't like it or maybe there was like an editing issue. And by the time they got down to the deadline, it was a wrap. Right. So I don't know. But it's so Nicki, of course, Nicki Minaj made the album. Right. So you're right. That begs the question. Why isn't why like this is supposed to be your mask? Right. You, you think of Young Money. Who you think of? Nicki Minaj. 
and Drake. Mm-hmm. And these people still profess their love for this guy. Like, yeah, we love Wayne. We'll do anything for Wayne. Nikki showed that. Nikki probably has, you know, we think has a busy schedule. Nikki Minaj or Drake. They probably both got super crazy schedules, right? Um, they, probably, they probably equally as busy with their schedule. I'm about schedule. to say equally as busy, but the way, I don't know, the way uh, right right now? Yeah, or period. Just just overall. I'm going to say, okay, I think they're equally as busy. I think right now Drake has the busiest. Okay, well, he's on, on tour, tour right yeah, now. Yeah, he's yeah. on tour, but we don't know how long this song has been in the works. This song's been, I'm, I'm on uh, rollingstone.com just okay. to give our credit. This song was made in uh, 2015, mm-hmm. and the producer Yukon actually gave it to Lil Wayne a year and a half ago. Okay, so Drake could have been on it. A lot of these songs that I'm learning, of course, he's been sitting on Carter Five forever. Right. So he did still put out tracks that were going to be on the original Carter Five. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I kind of feel that when it comes to the not knocking her, but the the song with Ashanti and Mac Main. Okay. You know, I'm like it. It almost has a feel that it was made, made some some years. Ago. Yeah, it was yeah. made a year, uh, some years ago. So again, why couldn't Drake contribute a verse? This is this is not good. But Nicki was able to contribute. Do you a think? Verse. It, I, I would think. Uh, would it have anything to do with Drake's beef with uh, Cash Money Records and him not wanting to? give any extra content oh because we did talk about how what uh, scorpion is probably like his last obligated right obligated album to right. uh, oh gosh huh huh you know what i mean i see if it was uh, like a young if it was a young money uh, thing then that's Lil wayne's label then yeah. it's something different but if it's a cash money record then he might not want to you know he might not want to be a part of that got you got you know what so i think we're gonna find out more about this as it develops um one thing we can say oh something else that i mentioned and we ain't gonna know this probably for another week i i talked about on our last show how i think that little wayne would win the streaming numbers right but i feel like more people will buy physical copies of logic's album right um we're not gonna know the physical copy thing until like another week but right now, Lil Wayne, he's on pace for the third largest streaming week ever. Bananas. In streaming history. The Carter Five, as of the date of this all hip hop, uh, excuse me, as of the date of this hip hop DX article, mm-hmm. which was October 1st. Yesterday. The Carter Five has racked up more than 400 million on demand streams. Wow, we. Which places him third. Behind Drake, right? Yeah, and uh, Post Malone, the two people that should have been on that oh song. Oh my goodness, Post Malone has it. I didn't know Post Malone was getting streams like that. Post, listen, Post Malone has a silent fan base. It's it's like Arby's, right? We have the meat. So, <laughs> so how I I make jokes about Arby's? Like Arby's has purchased both Buffalo Wild Wings mm-hmm. and recently Art the company that purchases uh, that owns Arby's has also purchased Sonic. Sonic, yeah, yeah. But you can't find anybody that will openly admit to liking Arby's. Right. Oh, I didn't know they purchased Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> yes, yeah. That was the first move. Wow. And people was like, huh, where the heck they get this money from? And then they purchased Sonic. We was like, hold up, what, what the hell? But nobody would admit to going to Arby's, but that company owns Buffalo Wild Wings and Sonic. So Post Malone is Arby's. Right. Post Malone. Post Malone's Arby's. Post Malone is Arby's, you man. Know, you know how you just you hear something, you just you agree to it, and then you listen. But what, what did I just agree to? Post Malone is Arby's, man. He has all these streams and this, but you can't find anybody that will 
admit to being a hardcore well, post Malone fan. I don't fan. know about this because I don't know if I don't know if anybody is paying two point nine billion dollars for any post Malone stuff. That's what Arby's paid. But that's, that's the what Arby's paid for. Arby's is Buffalo Wild Wings. Post Malone is the rap equivalent of Arby's. Wow, <laughs> my goodness! I would, yeah, Post Malone would I would only wish he was Arby's. Yes, hilarious, <laughs> hilarious, hilarious. Okay, so we mentioned Kanye West, man. Kanye Jesus, oh my gosh, this is about to take up the gist of the show because so much stuff has happened. Mm-hmm. Good gracious, so much stuff has happened. All right, so like we said, we were expecting Logic, Kanye, and Lil Wayne to all come out on the same day. Kanye tweeted that he was going to push his album back to Saturday. Right. Because he's like, yeah, I know Wayne is going to be number one. Saturday comes along. Mm-hmm. Saturday comes and goes. Right. People are like, where are the album? And we're going to get into all the things that have happened with Kanye since our last show that ties to all of this. So the quick thing, the the most, the the easiest thing, the simplest thing, sure. the less, you know, the thing that, that is not as crazy out of all the things that Kanye has done in the last few days has been pushing his album back to Black Friday. Right, which <laughs> November. I, it, I, which is, I think it's uh, at the time, mm-hmm. I think it was a smart business decision. Yeah. After everything that's happened, I don't think it was a, a, a good business decision. Well, so we're going to talk about everything that's happened. Yeah. So, like, the next day after we recorded our podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I text you a picture. Yeah. So, Kanye visited the Fader magazine right. to talk to some people, and I guess, to talk about the album. He, this brother, oh, my gosh. We still call him that? A brother? Yeah. Um, I'm just asking. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I understand. This brother, he's wearing. Come on, brethren. He's wearing that dang on MAGA hat again. Yeah. But he's wearing a Colin Kaepernick shirt with it. Confused. I, I, I text you back. He's still in the sunken place. He's still place. in the sunken place because <laughs> we had literally just recorded on the show less than 24 hours before. Like, oh, I think he's doing better. Yeah. No. Nah. No. Still in the sunken place. Okay, cool. That happens. Then we move on to the next day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kanye West was scheduled to be the performer uh, on Saturday Night Live. Uh, there was a lot of, I know that that Friday yeah, and then that Saturday morning there were a lot of pictures coming out about him uh, at, his, at the dress rehearsal, Kim Kardashian walking uh, yeah, we know. the baby down the street. <clears throat> he was still sporting his uh, MAGA hat. He kept wearing that dang on hat, man. Yeah. He kept wearing that dang on hat. And we're going to get into some things about the hat. Mm-hmm. So he does his, he performs two songs on Saturday Night Live. Right. Uh, he did I Love It. You're such a freaky girl. Even, that's the edited version. Yeah. That's the radio version. And, you know, even though all the things that Kanye's doing, I'm so happy. I'm going pump. off. I'm going. Yes, I'm going off a little tangent. I am so happy that for the clean version of this song, that's me tapping the table because I'm really so happy. Okay. Him and Little Pump redid the lyrics. Oh, did they? To make a clean version of the song because the original song is like "You're such a fucking hoe" yeah. and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. They redid their lyrics. Me as a DJ, how. These rap songs nowadays and these clean versions, it's just a bunch of muted words. I'm just like, why even play, play the damn this, song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mentioned this, I've mentioned this several times. Like, yo, 
I miss the days how back in the day, listen, we had the gangster rap era. Nothing was crazier with the lyrics than the gangster rap era. Right. But these gangster rappers still redid their lyrics so these songs could get played, played on, on the, the radio. radio. Right, no, right. Nobody does that anymore. I remember, so <laughs> I, when I, w- I had my artist development deal, I remember the A&R, when we were putting together music, Yeah. he, he would always say, I mean, which is crazy because that was so long ago. And it's, it's just crazy the kind of stuff that you remember. Yeah. He would go, he would go, all right, now do a clean cut. And then mm-hmm. you would, we would actually have to sit in the studio and then like rewrite yeah. all the. <laughs> so I would have like two, <laughs> two versions of a song. I'd have the clean cut version, and then yeah. I would have the explicit version, which was weird. Now you know, like I said, it, so people could break because he always would say, "Man, you want people to be able to play this, you know? Nobody's yeah. gonna ever get to. Nobody's gonna ever hear the song if you." So yeah, it, it, that it was an old a thing. Difference, man. Such an old thing that has. A, that is rare for people to do that anymore but yo i got so happy when i heard the clean version of that uh, song so you get to play it i could play it without a bunch of muted songs like i said most clean versions they're just meeting they're muting all the cuss words I'm like dog what? what 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 the hell i was like <laughs> i joked one time i might as well play a pootie tang record pootie tang right because remember pootie tang the movie pootie tang you put out a blank song and nobody that's that's how i feel y'all blanket out so much stuff on these songs that good gracious might as well be a pootie tang song all right back to kanye saturday night uh controversial appearance on Saturday Night Live. He did those performances of the song I mentioned and right. another song that he has with Tiana Taylor. It is what he did after the show yep. that has people like, oh my goodness. And oh even had Chris God. Rock, who was in the audience, posting on IG story like, what the hell is this guy doing? Chris, Chris Rock <laughs> breaking all the Saturday Night Live rules. You know they got a rule Saturday Night Live, you can't be on your phone. Oh, it's, it's Chris Rock. Yeah. You're going to tell. And you know what? This happened after the show was over. They had already gone to commercials. So okay. Kanye, towards the end, you know how they usually, I guess they say their goodbyes at the end of Saturday Night Live. Kanye, they, they should have known this is about to go bad. Yeah. Kanye starts going on this little rant. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is ironic because he had just did a song <laughs> with Lil Pump. <laughs> you know what? Stop. Don't. <laughs> that people are calling a pro-Trump speech, and some of the things he said was the blacks wasn't always Democrats. You the know, it's like the plan they did to take the fathers out of the home and put them on welfare. The That's, blacks. He he really is in a sunken place. He talking like he talking like he not even black. He talks like Trump. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's a lot of similarities between him and Trump. Um. They took the fathers out the home and put them on welfare. Does anybody know about that? That's a democratic plan. There's so many times I talked to a white person about this and they say, how could you like Trump? He's racist. Well, if I was concerned about racism, I would have moved out of America a long time ago. Mm. That's not worded too too well. Uh, people started booing. Right. They were also people started laughing, which for him to do this on Saturday Night Live. Right. And this show has taken shots at Donald Trump since he was running um, for office. We know how Saturday Night Live stands when it comes to Trump. Right. It's, 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 it's no lie. Other times, they've, they've been pretty neutral mm-hmm. about presidents. They would do just poking fun. of No, no. <laughs> right, no, no, no. This is, a, this is a disdain for... Yeah, they don't like that, man. For the GO, not just him, for the GOP in a whole. Yeah, whole. yeah. Like, like we say, years before, this is something that Saturday Night Live has done always. They right. always get somebody to play the president and, you know, you know, make fun of things. But this, no, they really, never have I seen them hate a president. I mean, 
you know, we all hate the president. Never have seen so many of us hate. Well, we've seen people hate other presidents, right. but this is, you know, this is different. Anyway, um, once they started laughing at Kanye, he was like, "They're laughing at me." You heard them. They screamed at me. They bullied me. They bullied me backstage and said, "Don't." go out there with that hat on mm-hmm. and you know he started talking about how people say he's in the sunken place he's like all right i'm gonna listen to y'all now i'm gonna put my superman cape on because this means you can't tell me what to do and he was referring to the maga hat as his superman cape he ran on a rant and rant so it was very pro of course uh trump commented of course he, he loves the publicity he loves the publicity he was like trump said and it's funny, I have to find out what Trump's... I have Donald Trump blocked on Twitter. Oh, my goodness. I don't want to see his tweets. I don't right. follow him, but um, people <laughs> was... So you don't want to see if anybody retweets. Right, I don't want to see his you. retweets. It's like it's, it's dumb. So I blocked, I blocked Donald Trump on Twitter. So I got to go to a news article to find out what he actually said. Okay. He like, like many of y'all don't watch Saturday Night Live, even though I he hosted like it in the past. Right. You know, he's like, it's no longer funny, no talent, no charm. It's just a political ad for the Democrats. Word is that Kanye West had put on a MAGA hat after the show, despite being told no, was great. He's leading the charge. Yeah, which is funny because <laughs> I had this. Uh, so uh, Keenan Thompson, he was on the uh, late night with Seth Meyers show. Yeah, and uh, he 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 said that uh, uh, he said I did my part in the monologue, and then I got to watch the circus unfold. And then he goes on to say, <laughs> uh, he, he goes on to say we're all entitled to our opinions. I don't know if that's the moment necessarily to hold people hostage like that, but hey, um, I feel bad for those guys because it's hard to stand there and be not be able to debate somebody who goes so far against your personal opinion and just stand there and take it. So I mean, it it, it which goes back to what you say that it's crazy and I, that Kanye West would go on a show where he knows where where they stand where on they Donald stand Trump. Mm-hmm. to just go completely against it but I, I i will say this is that saturday night live should have known that this was going to happen they shouldn't have gave that man the mic to they talk should have. they the fact that he wore that they should have known something was coming yeah with that hat even uh, i've seen a clip of that keenan interview that you mentioned and he said that as soon as he heard Kanye say, hey, everybody, come up here. Yeah, he knew it. He was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Keenan left. He was like, uh, yeah. well, Keenan, he mentioned he went backstage. He went backstage, to, yeah. To, to watch the video. And some other people posted video of, uh, of them in the room, in the back room. Right. Somebody posted a video of them in the back room and the facial expressions that folks were making while watching this rant. They was yeah. like, Is I don't know what I would do <laughs> if I was in that position. Like, I would be, I just, I would just, I don't know. That's, it's insane that. He's he's progressively just getting more and more out of control. So someone, you say you can't imagine being, you know, there in that position. Imagine being one of Kanye's close friends mm-hmm. that was there at Saturday Night Live and tried to stop him from. Who's that, Consequence? No, Malik Youssef. Oh, okay. So Malik Youssef, very, very talented artist, songwriter, producer. Mm-hmm. He's actually... Uh, He's been nominated for a Grammy 24 times. He's worked. He's been working with Kanye for a long time. Yeah. He's also worked with Beyonce and Jay, and, and it goes on and on and on and on. So uh, Malik Youssef is currently pr- promoting a new project that he has coming sure. out. He did an interview with AllHipHop.com that got released today. And AllHipHop.com is like, okay, you know, you work with Kanye. What's your most memorable moment with Kanye? Mm-hmm. And he said, my most memorable moment just happened over the weekend at Saturday Night Live. Ah. And it, it was it was pretty bad. So 
he Malik is fed up. As he should be. Malik said that he drew the line in the sand and told Kanye, I'm not going to be around you if you wear that Make America Great Again hat. And Malik said that he left. Mm-hmm. And he was embarrassed. He was he was walking out, and Chris Rock was like, "Hey, like you know, where you going?" And he told Malik, like you know, uh, Malik told Chris, Chris Rock, Rock, like, yeah. "Yo, you know, I, no, he didn't. He was like, I, I just gotta go." Uh-huh. And he went back to his hotel. So the whole bullying thing, right? When Kanye say they bullied me, bullied me backstage. It's in reference to him. He's talking about Malik Yousef, right? Because Malik didn't want him to wear the hat, and Malik says it hurt it hurt his feelings for Kanye to say that he bullied him right because kanye said it in front of north okay and so you know with kids hear the word bullies and especially now you get taught about bullying right so malik is hurt because you caught me a bully in front in front of your daughter who i cherish right and now your daughter is probably going to look at me as a bad man especially Uh, at that age and and being impressionable yeah i i mean i mean I don't know about that. So, I mean, I, yeah. we, we all we all take things differently, but I I I think that one is a little bit of reach. Yeah. Uh, I would I would I would say that he was he was right in his actions. Yeah. If I mean because that if you just can't take something, not even just asking him to remove it. I'm talking way past that, but uh-huh. if you can't um take something and something just annoys you or aggravates you to that point then it's just best to roll out okay so uh they got a little bit more into the situation okay. they asked malik what are your thoughts on kanye now he's like i don't know uh i have to know what he's doing i just know i don't like it mm-hmm. he's like i'm not going to be a part of the party to it you are not going to be able to have me around as a friend and brother and have that hat on right so if you choose to keep a hat on then you choose to exclude me you choose to take the hat off and you choose to include me and so many other people not wearing the hat doesn't hurt anybody either. I don't I, I feel like it's deeper than the hat though. Another thing Malik said is no matter what energy or how much positive energy you put into it, right. it's not a symbol of love. And that's one thing Kanye keeps saying mm-hmm. is because he's trying to strip the power away from what people think about the hat. He's trying to change the meaning. Is it I think I saw someone comment. Mm-hmm. That he believes this much of himself and that he's this powerful and almighty. Yeah. That he thinks he's a unifier. That he could really strip something that the majority has already determined is as simple as hate. Yeah. That people who have, you know, people who are on that that side of hate, they have adopted it. Right. As and I think somebody mentioned this before. How you know we we feel like that that make America great again hat is the new KKK yeah uniform. That's yeah. That's how we see well, you it. You know what? I'm, I, I, I <laughs> so um, what was it? I was uh, I, uh, my family and I we went out to dinner that weekend that they had the um, not that many people showed up, but I think I think a lot of people were in town, but they um. What is it called? Um, what is it that they had? Where they, they came and protested, but not that many showed up. Um, they had the one no. out in Charlottesville last year. Oh, that is Who, whatever I, the cause is. Them hate motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, we we went down to a restaurant downtown, across from uh, from the Capital One Arena. Let me make sure I, since you were monumental now, <laughs> let me make sure. <laughs> and and while we're there, there was uh families in there, and one of the guys was wearing like. 
that hat. And it you I I've never seen anybody in it personally up until that day. I mean, I see people on television, but right, up close right and personal. Here. Yeah. And it, it 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 actually caused like a real reaction in me. Not mm. you know, it was like fuck wrong with this dude. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it was kind of a yeah. like like you said, almost like a KKK type thing. It was like, what the yeah. Does he, does he realize he in the middle of Washington D.C. with that Make America Great? You know. Yeah. So I, it, I, I, it's weird because you, you, it, it is in itself mm-hmm. a powerful statement mm-hmm. to be wearing the hat, and people, and it's ironic that he's trying to quote unquote take the power away, but it is, it's, it does cause i don't know for other people that have seen it but it does cause a real reaction to see it it does i haven't seen i haven't been uh around adults that have worn it mm-hmm. i've seen teenagers wear it right i mentioned i forgot where i was flying from i was on a flight and it it was uh two different teenagers on my flight mm-hmm. had on a hat right and they wasn't even sitting together they just happened to be these two teens wearing this hat i'm like they're young. They could be something they're getting from their parents. Right. You know, because, again, we automatically assume now we see that hat that, okay, you, of course, it's a Donald Trump hat. Right. So we we see you wear the hat. And that makes us say you agree with all of his views. Mm. You agree with his policies. You agree with his madness. Right. That hat is a cosign right. of this man and everything that he stands for, which right. is not good things that he stands for. Yeah. So, I, it, it, you know, I shrugged, like, like, oh, okay, just kids wearing a hat. And like, hmm, all right. And when I was driving around downtown D.C., it was, you know, we, we live in a tourist town. Right. It, was, it was a tourist group of kids, and a bunch of them had on. Like, they, it was summertime, so they had, like, the bucket hat. I'm like, gosh, they got the bucket, bucket. hat, too? Bucket low, <laughs> like, fuck it, though. And what I immediately thought of, though, it, it was it's crazy to watch. You got, like, okay, these group of kids are wearing this hat. Right. But at the same time, most of these vendors that mm-hmm. we see downtown, these street vendors that, that sell the T-shirts and that sell the hat, you know, they are minorities. Right. So I'm like, all right, you still put money in this minority pocket. I see you, you didn't get it straight from an official place. Right. Because they was all in that area. How in downtown D.C. and this city, they had to sell. They had to be neutral. Right. And sell products from what for, for for everybody. These yeah. ven- these vendors are smart. So these same vendors that we saw making a buck doing when Barack and Michelle oh, got yeah. in the office and had all these Barack shirts. Yeah, they out here making uh, these these manga shirts yeah. too. Because you know it feeds it feeds a family. Yo, I walked like in the Seven Eleven. They had Donald Trump gear in it. I'm oh, like, gosh. what the world is going on? Good man? gracious, good gracious. <laughs> so that's that's our views on the hat. And a, a lot of people have hit me up, and I'm scared to hear somebody that's been hitting me up as I check my phone. A lot of people have been wondering my thoughts about the situation, and we could go into something else that he said because he, Kanye, had a hell of a week. Because even the day after the Saturday Night Live situation, mm-hmm. on Sunday he went on Twitter and said some pretty wild shit. Okay. So on Sunday. It, just when you thought Kanye, and, and then you know what Kanye gets into these things where he knows that people are paying attention to his every word, and mm-hmm. he just keeps saying more and more things. Sunday he tweets about the Thirteenth Amendment. First he tweets that dangle. He tweets a selfie of himself wearing that damn hat, and he's focused on the hat because his face is not even in the selfie. It's him with the hat, and he's saying, "Is that the picture of him on a private jet?" Him on a private jet. He yeah, says, "This represents mess. good and America becoming whole again," referring to the hat. We right. were no longer outsourced to other countries. 
We build factories here in America and create jobs. We will provide jobs for all who are free from prisons as we abolish the 13th Amendment. Message sent with love. The thing that everyone centered on is him saying we will abolish the 13th Amendment which is the amendment that says neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. In essence, that just means slavery can exist in the United States. Um, No, not in, ex- in essence. So that's what a lot of people got on him. I'm not taking his his side when I say this. I, I'm actually going to read somebody who tried to break it down. Kanye says things and doesn't articulate them well. He is realizing that. You know how I know he was realizing that huh. during a TMZ interview yesterday, mm-hmm. which is something else he did and said more craziness. He has his boys there with him, and during an interview, like he's like looking back, he's he's getting people to try to help him articulate what he's trying to say. Or during the interview, he was thinking for a long time. Yeah. With with his Twitter fingers, he he may not be thinking it out too fast, and he had to come back and clarify. So we think of the Thirteenth Amendment. The Thirteenth Amendment uh, abolished slavery. Um, it also, and if you read, if you look at Ava DuVernay's uh, documentary Thirteen, mm-hmm. basically the Thirteenth Amendment says I, I can't really say basically. So it abolished slavery. And if you read it, it also says that um, you can still use it if somebody's in prison. Right. So I'm going to read what T.I. said. Oh, yeah. T.I. had the most eloquent. He, that guy, man, he should be like a public speaker. So T.I. voiced what he feels like Kanye was trying to say. Right. And it got everyone in the art world. But, of course, Kanye doesn't think things out thoroughly. Mm-hmm. T.I. said, while I disagree with most of the shit that Kanye says and his rants, I must say that the part about trying to amend or abolish the 13th Amendment, I actually agreed with. And not because I think that slavery should be instilled. No, because the 13th Amendment also says that slavery should be abolished unless in prison. Right. He said, I do see where he was going. I think it was horribly worded. Yeah. Well, I, that, that is, it says, okay, that's say slavery, sl- slavery, slavery or involuntary servitude. So yeah. I, 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 I don't, it, it is worded improperly because I thought that, I thought that the involuntary servitude is what is, can take place in prison, mm-hmm. not necessary. Mm-hmm. Necessarily, I should say. Slavery. Yes. So uh, again, Ti said he sees where he was going, where Kanye was going. It was just worded wrong, and I think if you're not careful, you could get carried off into the bullshit. So, <sighs> so Kanye West, um, as you said, he had this uh, interview with TMZ. Then this was Monday. So this is this was a long weekend of Kanye, man. Yeah. He's just, it's just a it's it's a lot. It's a lot. He uh, he oh he does gosh. try to clarify a statement and. Of the Thirteenth Amendment, he says, and uh, in order to make a freed man a slave, all you have to do is convict him of a crime. Is what, in essence, he was trying to say. Yeah, he tried to be in depth about a lot of other things. Like mm-hmm. I turned on the TV yesterday, I didn't catch it from the beginning. I caught it from the middle, and I heard him say something about you know he doesn't want to reserve say the term African American because he don't know where Africa America is or something like that and he's again he's taking a, a lot of time 
to get his thoughts out and one thing that what else he said he said that he's trying to uh get Colin Kaepernick to have a meeting with Donald Trump because he wants Trump to clarify when he called people that were kneeling players that were kneeling sons of bitches yeah Trump uh Kanye said he wants to get that clarified but I think that's still a bad idea because let me say something Colin Kaepernick cannot meet with Donald Trump because Trump switches things to his advantage to yeah. make it look different it's, yeah. it's, it's very he twists things he, yeah. he twists that's not things. a good look yeah he, he, it's, it's not a good look because we all know how Trump twists things like nobody Anybody that's that's met with Trump, who we felt was kind of neutral or or whatever, it things have not gone well for their business. Case in point, locally here in D.C., right? How last week this it's this popular uh, sandwich chain in D.C. called Taylor Gourmet. Heartbroken about this. This man had to immediately close all his stores last week because since meeting with Trump, yeah, on a committee. And you know, just to to us here in this city, you know, we, we it's a very democratic area, the, right. the DMV areas. You know, it, it, we we wasn't for Trump, we we wasn't for the BS. We saw this guy at this restaurant. It was like, oh, you support people were like, oh, you support? Oh, we ain't going to your restaurant no right. more. I think sales went down. They said like forty percent. It was crazy, and it was tough. He had to immediately close, and he had to close his Chicago, um, his Chicago stores as well. See, all the stores like gone. I think that happened with somebody else. I think they said Steve Harvey never recovered from meeting with him. It's yeah. it, it's bad when you meet with him. So I, definitely, I, Colin Kaepernick I, cannot I, do am it. Am I am I ignorant or naive? Or whatever you want to call me, because I didn't know that the guy from Taylor Gourmet actually met with Donald Trump. So when I found, I, I had to get from the article that you posted, yeah, that that was the reason why you know you know he was having such backlash. I'm mm -hmm. like, why? Yeah, I, I remember because like, if, Trump... you, if you look at mm -hmm. my my inbox right there, yeah, there are Taylor Gourmet menus because I tell everybody to go to Telegourmet. So when I found out mm. it was closing by, you know. Oh, you didn't know about the I Trump didn't know. Situation. I'm like, what nah, the hell happened? I'm like, that, that's probably really, that's that's it, probably the best it was chicken cheesesteak you could get, man. <laughs> it was some type of committee that Trump was trying to form with okay. different brands and, you know, business owners. Because mm -hmm. I think at one point, almost, I think somebody from Uber was going to be, once that, you know, once that word, yeah. people were like, oh, we're going to use Lyft. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> people started pulling out like, okay, this is a bad idea. Once right. The, once the name started going out but the taylor dude see, he he stuck with it he didn't he didn't pull out pause right you know you see what happens when you don't pull out exactly <laughs> get into some shit okay so uh to to wrap up this whole kanye, kanye segment because it's, it's a lot with this guy man, i don't want to keep going on and on and i know it feel like we can because he did so much over the weekend one other thing i want to touch on he said real sure. quick is he wished that LeBron stayed in Cleveland to help the kids there, and that's why he's gone back to Chicago because he needs to be there where he's from. I Come think on. I do that that that, that 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 statement doesn't even you I'm, can't even dignify I'm like that Kanye with a, with a, uh, a comment. Kanye, LeBron just built a whole ass a whole school. school. Come on, to man. help these kids. I, I ain't even this started man. liking LeBron until he built the school. Dog, LeBron has done so much just in this year. Yeah. And you trying to get on this man for not helping? Come on. Oh, I hope LeBron says something back. I'm sure somebody's going to ask LeBron in a press conference, like, like with, with the Kanye. So that brings to, oh, I guess, my opinion on yes. this guy. Because I think somebody's DM, DMing me more Kanye stuff now. Okay. My friends know yeah. that I, I I was a huge Kanye fan. Uh-huh. Y'all know I was a huge Kanye fan. I, I love that man. You know, all the albums. He was the one rapper I could relate to the most. Right. All that stuff. So I keep getting hit, especially over this weekend. 
when Kanye does stuff, folks will already always hit me up. But this last year of Kanye and then this last weekend of Kanye, people are like, heat. And I've addressed this before on our podcast, on, on an early episode on our podcast. I think y'all could go to the Wake Up Mr. West episode. But I feel like I'm going to have to address it. Again, it, for me, as someone that was a huge Kanye fan, it is very disheartening and sad to see what this man has turned into. Mm-hmm. Um, he he would no longer get my money from anything. Like he hasn't got my money. I we I mentioned last week. Like I haven't liked any of his last albums anyway. Right. I'll give it one stream at that. Right. So I was that person that always purchased his music the day it came out. Mm-hmm. Even up into the life of Pablo, like he had still got my money during the life of Pablo because he was doing like special screenings. Like I was that person that paid money to sit in a movie theater to watch a fashion show. Right. And that I bought that digital copy of the life of Pablo when I could. Actually, it didn't get delivered to me. That's when his whole album rollout thing started going crazy mm-hmm. with the life of Pablo. I never got that album, but it took my money. I was mad because it was <laughs> like it was Kanye. I'm the person that paid like crazy amount of money for tickets. To get a good seat to see him. Right. Will I do it anymore? No, because it's the person that he's become and how he's so out of touch with things and how he he believes this and this whole delusion and, you know, the whole narcissist. I, I addressed this before. I believe he has narcissistic personality disorder like right. him and Trump. But like they he he is. Right, dang, I'm about to say this out my mouth, man. Oh, Kanye West is the black Donald Trump. Wow, we. Wow, we. It's so many comparisons between the two of them and their delusions of things. And for everybody that keeps hitting me, I'm like, nah, I don't. I don't. Of course, I don't agree with things that he says. I, I don't. I, I, I really don't. Uh, So, yeah, everybody, y'all could keep on hitting me up and stuff, but... <laughs> Yeah, you know. I, I know it's funny. Like I said, the person that's hitting me up right now, I'm not even going to open up the messages yet because I know what they're sending me because they've been hitting me about Kanye all weekend. Oh my god! It's sending me everything. <laughs> I got what, you know, no, no disrespect, but what do people think? What do people get from that? From what? Like hitting you up? Like it's like me, like Joe Button. Right? Um, I feel like Joe Button. Okay, I'm just, yeah, yeah. This is the reason Go I'm ahead. asking. I'm gonna listen. So like Joe Button, and that's a nice segue because we're gonna end it with talking I, about Joe pre- Button. I, when it comes to being, you know, a Joe Budden fan, I consider myself one of, a, a, a a mouse fan. I, I, yeah. I pretty much, even, I don't have Twitter, but when something crazy is going on in the news cycle, I'll type in Joe Button Twitter to see <laughs> what he has. So, yeah, it's, that's funny. I'm actually it, about to go to Joe Button's Twitter. Right yeah. Now. And so, I say that to say, it's not too much that's going on that if it happened and Joe Button did it online that I wouldn't know about because I would, I would. Check it out. You do your Googles. Yeah. So what do people get out of sending you Kanye West? Like, you know what's going on. You know what I mean? It's not like they send um, you fresh information. It's because how I, pre- I'm not going to lie, it's how I presented myself as a Kanye fan. Right. I presented myself as, as a stan mm-hmm. at at points. Um, You know, uh, somebody asked me, the person that's sending me the stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> They used to ask me, "What if Kanye? What if you meet Kanye?" This is before I I I, I got to meet Kanye. Right. He was asking, "What if you meet Kanye and he's like a, a total dick to you?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I just assume he's having a bad day. I would still love him." And, oh my god! You know, I, I would randomly still love him. I would still love him. I would randomly tweet, "I love you, the Kanye West." Oh my goodness! Too. Like I love the people. People knew 
people knew. And I was told, like, you think Kanye could do no wrong. This is before we got the Kanye that we have now. Right. That is how I felt. I was a stan for this man music. I thought, you know, like, I love this man. Like, I used to say that. Like, I love this man. So that's why so many people hit me up about him is because I was I was that super stan about this guy. Now, until you, I, I, I hope I never see you stan about Joe Button like that. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not him messages saying I love him. No. <laughs> That that won't that will never happen. You have to worry about that. Well, Sci High the Prince doesn't appear to love Kanye. Kanye? Yeah. Or Joe Button. Uh Joe Button. <laughs> oh man. That's so like, this all stems from I, I heard the Yeah, podcast. this is this is your thing, yeah, man. This so, is you. Anything that's Joe Button is you, like anything is Kanye. Nah, is I so I heard this, which is funny, is that Joe Button, um Joe Button on his podcast last week there there was conversation about um he he actually has a lot of conversations uh with his co-host about Sci High mm-hmm. and how he believes Sci High quote unquote I hate saying the word but coons uh for Kanye West and mm. Donald Trump and everything like that. Okay. Yeah. And so he was they were talking about it was in relation to um in relation to I mean, Saha's new music that he's been dropping, and and and, and contrary, to, and it, it's funny when people don't hear something versus they get something secondhand, like from social media. Joe Budden is, is all him and his two co-hosts or three, if you count Parks. It, they always are very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But they always co- complimentary mm-hmm. of Saha. And so they uh, during this segment they were being complimentary of him, but then Joe Button being uh, a rapper said, "But I'll wash him any day of the week." You know what I mean? Yeah. He said and he was talking about the different levels of rappers. He said the people that have bars and that can rap, like uh, like Saha, but then there are people that 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 are actual like lyrical killers. All right. Which he puts himself in like a. Uh, Royce the Five Nine, Jay Z, things like those okay. kind of people. The slaughterhouse guys, the slaughterhouse and, guys, and right? People that that <laughs> they spend their whole day researching Rippity just rap, so they rap, can rap, they rap. can throw a diss track. So that got to out to Sahai, who said uh, he put out on his twitters. Mm-hmm. He, you know his his Twitter fingers, his tri- trigger fingers became Twitter fingers, mm-hmm. and he says he said Joe's my guy. Oh, so somebody tweeted him. I should start by saying yeah. I would love to see a Joe Button versus Sahai the Prince battle. Yep. To which he replied, Joe's my guy, but I will end his rap rap and podcast career. I'm the wrong one to play with, but if he wants to put up 500K, let's get it. And we're doing it face-to-face so you can look at God in the eyes while I take your soul. And we can, pay per, we can call pay-per-view and we can double it. I got sponsors. Oh, my God. So we double back with the initial thread has started with him. This is before this with... Uh, uh, Saha has a, a verse where he alludes to wanting to bet Joe Button five hundred dollars. He sneak disses him five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And Joe Button was going on to say, "I don't even think he has that kind of money <laughs> to be betting me." And Joe Button went on this little stunt that I'm rich now. I can bet you the five hundred thousand. Hey, he getting revolt checks he getting, and he Spotify getting, yeah. checks. So he was talking that money talk. <laughs> so this is where all this foolery oh has gosh. come into play, and it is it has blown up on Twitter. It it has Sci. It's funny how Sci High was trending, but Joe Button was wasn't trending. Right. Uh. Okay. Is this a battle that you want to see? Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, of course. Okay, I like Sci High. I haven't. I'm, I'm going to admit I haven't listened to any of Sci High's recent stuff. I think the last Sci High song I heard probably came out about 
earlier this year. Oh no, it's it's a it's a song when he was like going at Kanye or something. He was feeling some type of way during that time because his album never came out. Yeah, yeah. he had a somewhat diss song towards Kanye, and sadly that's the last thing I heard. But the verses that he did on what's that one hand in the air so appalled right okay we love his his so appalled right. verse and some other joints that he leaked out uh the part of the good friday series joints he was on like i was i was all like yo sal how gonna be the man yeah. like what 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 happened? but he he does say some some clever things right i could quote more sci high stuff than your boy okay because i've listened to more sci high stuff um battle wise yeah i i don't know, I, I think i, I would entertain it probably I, I I would entertain it, but I would say I would say this, mm-hmm. and this is this is not me just enjoying uh, Joe Button music. I've been listening to Joe <laughs> Button well well before he ever put out "Pump It Up." All right, pump, so I, pump, yeah, pump. I, I've been listening Doing to the mixtape days, DJ mixtape Clue mixtapes, DJ all Clue, yeah. Ransom, Hitchcock. I'm taking y'all back. Uh, fabulous. All them, Paul Kane. The long right? tall tees yeah. and headband days. <laughs> uh, fitted way too big days. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Mm-mm. Joe Button would wash Sai. It's not even close. Okay. And I think Sai I think Sai is talented. Yeah, yeah. But is. it's not even close. So I think they should make it happen. I don't think it's going to happen. No, nobody's but, giving a 500000 just to rap. Eh, even if it's that much. because Listen, I feel like Joe Button could do that. You know why? Why he should that? do the battle because he's returning to love and hip hop. Yeah. So I was like, I mean, you know, before you end up being as a guy that went back on love, he's not going to be that guy. But it's crazy to me. It's crazy for him to be going back to love and hip hop. He don't need it. He don't need it. Yeah. Mona must have dropped a hell of a bag. Hey, hold on. Before we get out of here, I want I want to <laughs> yeah. say, I don't know which episode and I'll come back. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember this. Months ago, uh-huh. even before all these deals came out, yeah. I said Joe Button is becoming media man. He's gonna be on every. I, I, I'm gonna look up. But my, loving hip hop now. He's on everything. He. How about this? And, and okay. again, we'll go back. We'll go back to uh-huh. that. I consider myself a, a fan of him and his music. Yeah. Even I think he's to the point now. He's oversaturating the market. It's too much of. It's too much button. Um. At some point, you're going to get tired of him. He's on everything. This is what I. You know what? I was out. Uh, Shout out to Mo Better. Right. And, you know, his wife and other people involved in charity. They had, they was feeding the homeless in, in Freedom Park right. the other day and did the Santa Claus photo shoot. I went through for that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us was all out there, you know, seeing a lot of faces out there right. chatting. You know, DC has electronic ads now yeah. on Metro bus stops. Crazy. Do you know there's a Joe Button ad that kept circulating at wow. the bus stop? You didn't take a picture and send it to me. No, nah, crazy. I'd have been nah, like, "That's was, crazy." Yeah, it's crazy. So oversaturating. I don't think he's at the oversaturation point yet because currently we only have him on what three different things, which is TV and podcasts, which is which is pretty normal. I do think if he comes out with music. Not even with music, because we know that's what he started with, and people like a track here and there. That's not too much of oversaturation. That's in in this in twenty eighteen. That's normal for a person. Right. I feel like if he goes back on loving hip hop, mm-hmm. it it'll, it'll hurt his brand. Oh, definitely. That's I don't think it was a good look. I don't think that he thought it out. I think he looked at the money versus he, yeah how this is going because it it makes him it it takes away from you can't go. On your podcast and uh-huh. on your TV show, and talk about how real you are and how 
how authentic you are and do a scripted reality do a scripted show. reality show yeah uh, unless the only unless he ends up getting some type of producer executive producer credit which we know probably isn't going to happen, happen. Nah. we know how loving hip-hop editing twist things to make they had, they had Joel santana go get a dry needle to a tattoo he already had because <laughs> two shots did not match <laughs> Oh, are we, I we, mean, what's crazy? Is that crazy? Are we, are we uh, the infamous uh, from this year, the Ray J hat yeah. incident, how the hat kept, every time it cut to him, the hat was, was in a different, different position. Oh, did I tell, did I tell you, uh, me and me and my better half, we're, we're going to be on. Um, Say uh, yes to the dress? No. That's what we were watching when, when he came in. But that's we're going to be on, we're going to be on Real Housewives. Of Potomac? No, of Atlanta. How the heck that happened? How about this? So. Quick story, we're gonna be in and out. Yes. We are out to eat mm-hmm. uh at this restaurant and we, we walk in and we go sit down at the table and it's these guys in there they have on their they have on their walkie talkies yeah. and they're putting up lights and everything. So I go I say to my lady, I said, Oh, they must be about to film either a TV show or a movie here. Yeah. And right and they, they have the blocking outside. So they're doing all the blocking from outside of yeah. the restaurant. So I'm like Oh, they what they probably gonna do is shoot from across the street. Ah, and then, you know, yeah. Then they have the pe- people sitting at the table. Yep, yep, yep. Whatever. Getting all them shots out. Getting all the shots. So come to find out, it was Real Housewives of Atlanta. Really? And and literally, it was Cynthia Bailey. Oh, I love her. And so um, oh what's her God. what's her ex? Leon. Leon. Wow. And their daughter because she goes to Howard University. Yes, because Cynthia was here a lot. Uh. Film. I, she kept posting it. So we were we you oh. when they have the scene of them in the restaurant having dinner. Okay, we are the couple right next to them. Oh, literally, yeah. Y'all, y'all had to sign a paper. We they came over in the middle of shooting, but. but Shout out to my, my, my lovely better half. She kept turning and looking at the camera. I'm going, what are you doing? Like, no, you, you can't do that. You can't do that. They're gonna, you're going to end up on the editing room floor. Right. So she, I know. I told her, I said, I know you're not going to make it because you just kept looking at the camera. Right. But um, they came over right in the middle of shooting because they literally were right next to wow. us. And they said, you have to sign it. And it was, so it was, it's a triangle. So they yeah. were sitting right next, right in front of us. Mm-hmm. We were sitting right behind her. My girlfriend and Cynthia Bailey, their heads were together. <laughs> and then there's a couple to the right of us. So they came over and they said, you're definitely, because I'm facing the camera. So they go, you're definitely in this shot. You have to sign it. They gave it to my girlfriend. And then they, the uh, couple next to me, they go, y'all might be in the shot. So we're going to give y'all the paperwork. Right, too. just in case. <laughs> just in case. Right, we can't so have yeah, no legal yeah, issues. Yeah, can't have no legal issues. So, oh, look yeah. at that. Yep, so we, we're going to be on one of the, uh, the upcoming season starts this month. So. Take a look, y'all. will see me and Real Housewives <laughs> of Atlanta. And hopefully, maybe we could get a reality show based on this podcast if you yeah. keep it rolling. Ain't that right, D? Of course. Yes. Okay. What so, you thought I was going to say? Well, this man has said four. Are we going for four in we, a row? We're we going to try. try. We going, we, we the, <laughs> what, what team has won sh- four championships in a row? Ooh, no, I don't think any team has won four championships in a row. It was always it's always been three peats. Three peats. I'm yeah. sure maybe the Lakers back in the day, right? Nah, I don't man? think the Showtime Lakers were. Okay. We're going to talk about that next time. It's this bit. <laughs> This has been the wrap-up show with DJ Heath. Andy Woods. Holla. Later.